Amazing day, beautiful day outside, and, and if you are here for the very first time, uh, well, my name is Daryl, and as Denise said before, and it's a real privilege to have you with us this morning. So come on, church family, one more time, could we welcome all our guests, give them a big round of applause. Fantastic. Now that's the time where you're allowed to eat your crunchy bar that you just got right now. You can eat it, but please don't choke on it. That's the main thing we ask for this morning. I love the fact that here at Elam Christian Centre, we exist to be a centre of hope, to reach, serve and influence our community, our world, our streets, our neighbours for God. And, and, and I love it how, how here at this church that we believe it's a part of who we are to welcome everyone as family. Uh, and, and when we pray, when we pray for, for you or your family or for situations, we will always pray expecting a, a breakthrough because here's the thing, pa- uh, prayer is powerful. A prayer is powerful and it's a great weapon that we can use, a great a tool that we have in our, uh, for us as Christians, as believers, to pray and expect miracles to happen because that's what we believe. We, we are here to be relevant to all ages and, and all stages and I love the fact that you can invite anyone and everyone to come to this place every Sunday morning and to get connected in and involved in this church. I love our church. It's such a, such a great place to be in and it's so good to see you this morning here. Now, I have some updates for you to have a look at of our new building. So the video is just going to quickly pop up right now. So we have some more. That's the auditorium coming through the mother's room and another crash. And look, there's a pretty cool guy there. Uh, and, and this is a hallway that kind of goes uh, from the main foyer down through our kids' spaces. So it's getting there. Isn't that, mate? Come on, I reckon we should. Our builders are doing a fantastic job. They're working really, really fast, and they tell me that by the end of the week, some of the bathrooms will have some uh, lino flooring on it, and, and also maybe the toilets and things the week after, but one of the exciting things that's coming is, uh, apparently about two weeks' time, is all the rest of the walls are going to be coming and going to be stood up all in one day, so, so that's going to be really cool. So keep watching this space, I'll be in touch with you there. Hey, well, we're into our series, week number two of our series called Love Mondays. And I don't know about you, but sometimes Mondays can be like the start of the daily grind. We have to get in our cars, we have to go to work, we have to get on the motorway at times, and and we have to deal with people, and and, and, you know, sometimes Mondays is like something not looked forward to, but, but I hope you've seen over the last couple of weeks the videos that we've been showing is about how Mondays is actually a place of ministry for us all. And, and how God uses our, our, our weeks, our Mondays through to Saturdays uh, to be ambassadors for him, to, to have a message for our world and our community. Mondays is something that I hope at the end of this series we're all going to fall in love with again. Mondays is going to be so good. Come on, why don't we pray right now? Father, almighty God, Lord we, Lord, we just welcome you here right now, Lord. Father, would you come and would you speak to us this morning? Would you, you speak real clear? Would you give us ears to hear what, you're, uh, what you want to say to us this morning? Father, I pray for, for everyone who is, who is unwell. Lord, just the, uh, Lord, it seems to be uh, lots of people sick at the moment. The flu's around and, and this winter weather, Father God, is just uh, causing people to be unwell. So, Father, we pray for every person that we know right now. Lord, would you bring your healing touch to them, Father God? Would you be with them? Would you uh, restore their bodies? I pray in Jesus. My people here, Father, who are just under the weather, Lord, I pray that by the end of this time, Father God, together, Lord, I pray that the healing touch of the risen Jesus Christ would touch their bodies, I pray. So, Father, we give you all the glory this morning in Jesus' mighty name. Come on, everyone said, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, as you might see, 
I am wearing an All Blacks jersey right now. Uh, and the reason is because of this, is that when I was growing up uh, as a kid, and I think probably like half of New Zealand kids today and in the past, we, we would want to be at All Blacks, especially boys. And that was the dream to represent our country, put on this black jersey and, and, and be a part of, of, of being in this amazing sports scene that travels the world to represent. <laughs> it's quite tight, by the way. <laughs> Especially in certain places, it's tighter than others. But here's the thing, I, I think that as to represent, I can remember my dad and, and when the All Blacks would be playing overseas, we would get up in the middle of the night, uh, he would have a, a big bottle of Coca-Cola and a, a chocolate and some licorice and we would make sure that that was gone by the morning and, and it was just amazing that, to watch the pride of, of our country because it was a team of people who were representing us on this world stage in a, in a game and and, and it was just amazing how that just the pride that they built within us to represent our country or the country of our birth was an incredible, incredible thing. And there's an incredible sense of pride that, that you and I have when we represent something or someone. And, and it's amazing how being a part of that makes us feel, whether it's representing your school or your family or your business or, or, or standing up for a cause. It's, it's amazing what uh, representation within us does to us. Now, I'm going to try something very, very tricky right now, so bear with me. Oh, that worked. Oh. Great. Denise is breathing a sigh of relief because, yeah, excellent. Okay, let's focus. Okay. <laughs> see, because here's the thing. You see, one of the questions that we're going to talk about today or look at today in our Love Monday series is, is who do we represent? Does what we, what, what we believe on a Sunday, does that come into line with who we are on Monday? Uh, does uh, does what, we, what we do today, the, the way that we come to church and the way we love on, uh, love on our God and we love on, on people and we, we worship him today, does, what does that look like during the week for us? And, and, but, but here's the thing, we all have motive, different motivations when we start our Mondays at work or at home or at school or university, wherever you go there. And, and, and so we have motivations in our work and, and sometimes it's all bound in our, our identity. And that our job or our, our place of work or where we go is, is who we are. It's, uh, sometimes it's what we're really, really good at. We can, we can reach targets or we can uh, build incredible things and, and we can work all of those hours, long, long hours because, because sometimes we have this feeling that our identity is in that job, that title of who we are. Sometimes the other motivations that we have uh, is about the rewards, the gold or the glory. You know, and sometimes we can strive so, so hard for the rewards of what the, what the world has to offer, maybe reaching up the, the corporate ladder. And maybe that's learning at a deeper length and getting those titles. Maybe that's the car or the house or the job or, or the role. But we all have motivations. And, and the question I want us to, to really think about today is this, because have you ever answered this question? And the question is this, is what do I stand for? Or maybe to put it another way, is what do I want to be remembered for? Have you ever thought about it? 
Have you ever asked this question? What do I represent? Or more importantly, who do I represent? Because I think one of the biggest challenges that you and I face uh, is in answering this question is on Mondays at work, the places where we hang out, where we do our weeks. And, and like, here, here's an honest moment. Let's have an honest moment right here. Are you the same person tomorrow or Monday is what you are right now? Uh, uh, let me put it this way. Is what you re- represent on Monday in line with what you believe on Sunday? Because the Bible uh, will help us to unpack this. It's got answers for living and for life. And, and if you haven't got a Bible, we've got some Bibles at the info desk we'd love to have. You can have one for free. It's, uh, but come on, we've got to get the Word of God into us because it gives us answers for our Mondays and for every, every day of the week. It gives us light on how we, sh- how we can live, the whys behind the what and the hows for our Monday. Come on, let's, let's open the Word of God right now. So you, if you've got your handouts, all your scriptures are there, and you can follow along with us this morning. In 2 Corinthians 5, 13, 21, it says this. It says, if it seems we are crazy, it is to bring glory to God. And if we are in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, and also believe that we have all died to our old life, He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view because at one time we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and the new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So here it is. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God, for God made Christ who had never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Here's the thought this morning that, that, that we are Christ's ambassadors to, our, to people on our Mondays and through our weeks. Wherever you work, wherever you go to school or university, maybe in your home and the people you hang out with or do life with, that Christ, Jesus Christ, God gives us this thing called being an ambassador for him. Now, I don't know if you know, but New Zealand has 27 uh, ambassadors around the world, and they're, they're based all over the place, and they act on our government's behalf in the best interests of New Zealand. Uh, they, they act and they provide leadership to other countries on behalf of our New Zealand government. An ambassador is one who has been given power and authority to speak and act on the behalf of the country. See, as Christians, the Bible says that you are an ambassador as well. You and I are ambassadors for him, and that means that we represent Christ 
and we can communicate his desires and his will to the people that we have been sent to. It's amazing when you look at what an ambassador does because there's a few things that he does. He, an ambassador or he or she does, uh, they have authority. They follow instructions. An ambassador represents. An ambassador carries the culture and the DNA. An ambassador has a message for the people where he is living. See, that means that you and I, uh, here's the thing, have been given power and authority to speak and act on behalf of the king, of the king of kingdoms of, of heaven here on earth. The king's name is Jesus Christ, and, and our calling and our task is to represent him on our Mondays and through our weeks in such a way that people know he is alive, that people know that he still rules today and our hearts of all who obey him. See, we are called, you and I are called to give a testament of and the evidence of firsthand of, of him. He's living in his presence so others can see and know that Jesus died for them and that he rose again to give them eternal life. See, what would you say to this question? Lots of questions for you today, everybody. What would you say to this question? What does success look like for you on Monday through your week? Is it about the, the money we earn or the, or the bonuses we get? And maybe it's about the power or the, the authority that you have in your workplace, the job or the, the targets or the sales. And, and can I say that nothing wrong with either one of those or any one of those at all? Because, because be great workers, be leaders in your place of work and be the best that you can in your universities and in, in your homes. But, but I do want us to be aware of the fact that you are also an ambassador for the interests of the kingdom of God to the places where you work, to your homes, to the schools and the universities where you are. Because I believe this. I believe that wherever you are right now, on your Mondays at work or home or school or wherever you are, that, that wherever you are right now is the place that God would have you to be an ambassador it's amazing, some, we have some, uh, uh, some of you out there have some really big jobs and, and some real technical jobs and, and, and sometimes after church you go, uh, I have people come to talk to me about you know, engineering terms or electrical terms or computer terms and I'm, I'm going, mm, yeah, that, wow, that's amazing, yeah, that's right. And, and, and all of a sudden I have no idea what they're talking about. They use these big words that I've never ever heard before and you know who you are and that's fantastic and I'm going to keep agreeing with you each time but... But they use big words, they use language uh, that fits their industry or the sector or the business where they are. That's exactly what a, an ambassador does. Because if I was to go into that place, I have no idea what the language is. I don't know what the culture is to be able to speak into those places, but you do. Because God has placed uh, things inside of technical abilities and skills and and training within you uh, for those to be able to communicate, to be able to fit into those places of work. And I believe today uh, that for some here, if you're struggling with where you are right now, can I say that I believe that God has you right in the right place. He's called you to be an ambassador into that place because you have the language to be able to communicate uh, to that industry, to that sector, whether in, whether in business or health or study, uh, there's a language that you know that I don't know. Because here's the thing, an ambassador knows and understands the language and is able to communicate to those people that they've been sent to. 
And I believe that tomorrow on your Monday, that God is going to send you to the factories, to, to homes, to, to boardrooms, uh, to, to schools and to daycares, and, uh, because you know the language of the people that you see on Mondays. God's called you to that place. He's called you to be an ambassador, to stand for him, to represent him the best you can. Because you have the language of that industry. But how do we do that? How do we do that? I've got three quick fire things this morning we're going to look at. To be an ambassador on Mondays is to live for the cause of Christ. And, and maybe you're here this morning and you're not quite sure. I, I need to make this want to make this real clear. What is the cause of Christ today? Well, well, here it is. We're going to get a little bit excited about this this morning, so come with me on this. And the cause of Christ is this, that God sent his son uh, to carry your sin and my sin, the sins of all the world. He became sin. Uh, he went to a cross and, and took that sin, become sin on that cross for you and for I. And he was, he was killed, he was crucified for that. But on the third day, he arose, breaking this, the curse of sin and hell and death and sickness over our lives, uh, that we may be free, that we may live life with him for eternity. That's the cause, that's an amazing cause, that's a great, the Bible calls it good news. Sometimes we keep quiet about good news. We would much rather be singing about the Crusaders from last night, but that's not good news. That's average news. We all knew that was going to happen. But this, this great news that God has for us, that he sent his son for you and for me, it's a message that an ambassador carries to the places of work where he goes, but wait, there's more. There's more. He gives us his very own power called the Holy Spirit. And if you've never experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, you need to come down here afterwards because our prayer team are going to pray and expect breakthrough for you because the Holy Spirit is the power to help you on Mondays. So he's a comforter. He's a restorer. He's a healer. He's a guider. He will be with you, but most of all, he's the power, the dynamite power of God that we can have living inside of us. Wow. And he's done all this because it's great news for those who don't know. It's good news to those who, who are carrying a burden, a weight of their past, who are carrying a weight of, of today upon themselves. It's like a debt that they are unable to pay. But Jesus came and paid the price for us. Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. Here's our cause. This is what it asks us to do. It says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Hallelujah. What a great cause to give our lives for. I, I, I just wonder that over this week and, and I'm praying that for myself is that God, I, I need a fresh revelation of this good news, this great news. Because here's the thing, the reality is we kind of get a bit used to this message. If you've been a Christian for a while, we get used to this message. But this message is life transforming. It can change our world. It's, it's a message of great news, of good news, that if you don't know about it and you're lost and you can't find how to do life or what to do and you're living under the weight or the pressure, there's great news that this pressure, this weight, this debt can be canceled and paid and we can be reconciled with the loving God. It is great news. The second thing is this, to be an ambassador on Mondays is to swap the old for the new. 
swap the old for the new. Now, now Denise's dad, he, has, uh, he bought this a few years ago, a 1936 Ford V8 Coupe. It's an old classic car, like a two-door car, and it was actually one of the first police cars into New Zealand, first V8 police cars into New Zealand. Um, uh, but it's an old car at the end of the day, and when you drive it, it has no power steering. So, so it takes you 19 turns to do a three-point turn. Uh, the, you, you start it by pressing a pedal on the ground, and if that doesn't work, you can get out the crank handle and, and wind it to get it started. Uh, if you want to sit in the back seat, you actually have to hop through the boot to get into the back seat, and you actually sit outside of the car. It's a classic, but the features are really, really old. I've got to admit, I actually like my newer car, especially this past week with the heater. It's awesome. The heater is awesome, and, and the power steering, it makes it easy to turn, and, and, and the brakes work really, really well, and you only have to press a button to start it these days. It's great to have these old cars and to be, these classics are amazing, but I still prefer the new way more than the old. Here's the new thing that what God does for us. He restores us. He restores us to a right relationship with him through this gift of forgiveness and justification. He renames us. The Bible places huge significance on names within Scripture. When God gave someone a new name, it was always a sign of a repurpose, a redeemed life. And you know what? Today, he calls you sons and daughters. He gives you a name that is part of his family. He says you are kings and queens and princes and princesses in his kingdom. You're the apple of his eye. Why? Because he has a purpose for you and for me. I'd much rather have the new than the old. Uh, he also, he resurrects us. God makes dead things alive. He makes dead things alive. He has the power over death in every sense, but, and he demonstrated it. He demonstrated it when he raised Jesus from the Now listen carefully. Scripture says that as believers, we have that same power dwelling within us. Did you hear that this morning? The same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead is inside of you. If you love the Lord, if, if you're walking with him and see yourself as a follower of Jesus Christ, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead is in you, is available to you. Isaiah 43 says this, For I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a brand new thing. Can you see it? I've already begun. Don't you see it? I will, I will make a road through the wilderness of, of the world for my people to go home. And I will create rivers for them in the desert. But, but here's the thing. I, I know that, in, in, that life can be really hard. And I know that people are going through incredibly difficult situations, and even at the moment. And, and one thing I've, I've noticed or I've seen in our, in our world or in our, in our lives is that that sometimes when we have a disagreement with somebody or, we, or we've picked up a, an offense or hurt or we're frustrated by somebody, that the first thing we do is, is we decide to run or we decide to pull back. And, and my role is, as a pastor is to be a shepherd and, and, and a shepherd protects his, flocks and, his flock. And, and I, I promise you I'm going to do everything I can to protect you, the, the flock that God has entrusted us to. But here's the thing, if, if we choose to do it the old way, by running, by pulling back, by staying quiet, by, by sitting down, 
The Bible talks about the lion, uh, the, like the, our enemy being like a lion. And I don't know if you've watched the, 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 the National Geographic programs on TV, but the lion picks off the weak ones. He picks off the hurt ones. He picks off the ones who are isolated and got away from the pack. The easy pickings, that's the old way. The Bible is full of ways for us, to, of, of a new way of how to deal with our offense, how to deal with our, our issues with, with people or pastors or friends or family or work colleagues. Can I say today, choose, choose, choose the new way to work through hurts and problems and, and issues. And choose through forgiveness and mercy and, and humility. Make the decision today to take the new way. Leave the old behind. Leave it behind. Band, you want to come right now? That would be just great. Third thing is this, to be an ambassador on Mondays is to take the opportunities. And, and the reality is that Monday, tomorrow is coming really fast and, and God is going to make or is making his appeal through you because you're an ambassador for him. And, and that's great news. Now, on Friday at the new building, when, when we were taking that video there, we were actually uh, taking rubbish out for the builders. To, we've got a big skip outside. And, and the, so Denise and I were, were doing this. We're carrying all this stuff out for the builders to throw in the skip. And, and my, first, my first load, uh, there was an elderly gentleman walking down the road, uh, the driveway. And he, he looked inside the building and said, so what's going on in there? So I started to tell him, and I just said, hey, we're, this, we're building a church for our community here, and that's all I got. And he started off on his life journey. Uh, in his life journey about, uh, about being in the military, being in the army and 17 years in a church, but he doesn't go to church anymore. And, and he's telling me the story. And, and all the while, Denise is taking the loads of stuff to the skip. <laughs> I didn't plan it. It wasn't my, my plan. It was just one of those things where there was an opportunity. It was really inconvenient because I could see Denise taking all this stuff, some heavy things, and throwing it in the skip. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going yeah, to hear about this afterwards. <laughs> but there was an opportunity to, to just talk to, a, to an elderly gentleman who, who had, had experienced something that he was still caring for many, many years afterwards. And so I was just able to say to him, this, this is who we are. This is who we, what we believe. We'd love to see you. We would love to help you in your journey. It was really inconvenient, but there was an opportunity that I, that I just had to take it. And that's going to happen for you guys tomorrow. Wherever you are, there's going to be inconvenient moments that are actually God-given opportunities that, that may cause you to work 10 minutes later or to maybe not have your morning tea break or, or, or just to side-shift your plans for the day. There's going to be opportunities that present. And as ambassadors, God's given you a message, and we need to take the choice of taking the opportunity or or seen as inconvenient and missing the opportunity to speak into a life. 1 Corinthians says this. It says, if I had the gift of being able to speak in other languages without learning them, and could speak in every language there is in all of heaven and on earth, but didn't have love, I would only be making a noise. See, perhaps this week for you, perhaps this week your, your next step is, is not so much about Maybe the words that you use, the things you say, but, but maybe it's more about the actions that you take, the opportunities that are inconvenient to, to seize the day, take the opportunity and see what God does. Maybe it's about the, the actions that, and, and maybe it's about the attitudes with those actions and that they will speak louder 
than our words. There's opportunities all around us to, to reach out to people on the way to work, on, at home, at school, at university. There's everywhere, there's an opportunity because we are ambassadors. You are an ambassador. And in the foyer as you go out after church, you'll see that there's an opportunity out there to join our dream team, to serve. And, and, and I want to say, if you're a musician or singers or you're a tech person, you're, maybe you, you love working with kids or with young people, or maybe you, you're a barista and love to make coffee, hey, we would love to, to get you connected in through our dream team to serve because we are ambassadors. We've got a message to carry and we can speak words of life over our people through what God has placed with inside of us. I know that's a bit of a challenge for some today, but, but come on, why don't you take the opportunity today because I, I think that God is, is just waiting to use you for His glory as like an ambassador speaks on behalf that He's called you. He's chosen you from your Mondays through, your, through to your Sundays to, to look for people that you can make a difference in their lives. So Denise is going to be on the desk afterwards, so please go and have a chat to her. If you're not a part of the dream team, we would love to get you connected into that. Come on, why don't we take a moment right here? Why don't you close your eyes and right where you are right now. It's God just putting His finger on something this morning. And, and you know it, you know that it's God because there's like there's a gentleness of his, of his love that comes in. He's not a finger pointing God. He's an embracing God of, of love and grace and mercy. And today, I think he's, he's wanting to just put some things into our hearts this morning that, that you are loved. You are called and you are chosen for good works. I, I think he's put it, putting into people's hearts today just opportunities. He's opening your eyes and, and maybe there's, there's faces or there's people's names that are popping into your mind right now. Imagine the difference. Imagine the difference in someone's life where, where they heard some great news, where they heard some good news about about living life well, about being free from their past and living for the future that God has for them. Maybe you're here this morning and, and you've heard the, this message about the cause of Christ and, and maybe that's the first time you've heard that message or or maybe you've just been away from God. You, 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 you've ran in the past and you wanna, you're saying today, God, I, I want to make that decision to, to come back to you, to stand for you, to, to change my future, not dependent on my past. And, and church, this morning, this is what we're going to do. We, I'm going to lead you in a, in a prayer this morning. And, and it's a prayer that, that will change your life because, because I know that, that God in His grace has sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for each one, to take our sin. And, and, and He proved His power by raising Him from the dead, taking your stuff and my stuff upon Himself, that we wouldn't have to carry that debt. And, and so He extends that to each one of us today, this precious gift of His salvation. He promises forgiveness from our past and a new life right now, hope for the future. So this morning, just while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, 
I'm going to pray this prayer. And, and I'd like to invite the whole, uh, whole church this morning to pray this prayer as we support people who are praying it for the first time or coming back. But why don't you just pray this prayer after me. Pray this prayer. Dear God, today, I surrender my life to you. I know that I've sinned. But I believe, Jesus, you died for me. Come in and be my Lord of my life. God, make me brand new today. I choose from this day to live for you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, church. Come on, right now, could we celebrate with people that have prayed that prayer right now? Let's make some noise right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, church. This is what I want you to do, everyone. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, I would love to be able to get you connected in and help you on this journey. So, so Denise is going to fill us in with what we need to do, but it's been so good to be with you this morning. What a great day to be alive. You're ambassadors for Christ today. Come on, let's give, uh, give Denise a big round of applause as she comes. Can we just extend that applause to Daryl this morning? Wasn't that so good? Love Mondays. It's good to be reminded, eh, to love our Mondays. But hey, look, if you did just make that decision to invite Jesus into your life or you recommitted to Him this morning, can I just say well done? That you have just made the best decision in your whole entire life. And uh, we want to make sure that you can get on well equipped on your journey with Him. So can you fill out one of these Connect cards this morning? There's pens on the side of the auditorium. 